Welcome back to Aliyah Yami. Today we're going to be learning Karach Shvi, the seventh and last Aliyah of Parshas Karach. Our Aliyah is 12 Pesukim long and runs between Perak Yudches, Pasuk Mechavad to Lamed Beis. The basic summary of our Aliyah, the topic in general is the gifts to the Levim. We're told that the Levim also get their gifts for their service. They too guard the Mishkan and uh, making sure that people who shouldn't be there are not there. So they, And, and um, they also don't get a part of the Nakhla, full inheritance of the land of Israel. They do get Maaser. Maaser is a tenth of the land or the produce of the land given to, from B'nai Israel. But even when they get the Maaser, they need to give what's called Trumas Maaser. So they need to take off a, a portion of Truma. Maaser, Mina Maaser is also another name for it, which they give to the Kohen in turn. And if they take their Maaser um, and they give it to, uh, they give it, it, um, to the Kohen, it's like they gave it from their own land as if they produced it themselves. And this is all in barter for their services in the, in the Mishkan, so no one should come close and die. This is what we hear about. So the previous aliyah was about the Matnos Kohuna. Now we hear about the Matnos Levia. Few basic questions to ask. Number one is why is this being emphasized now? So the the Ralbag says, based on the Pasuk, that they only they only get to get these gifts if they decide to work. It says uh, it, it says in turn for their work, which indicates that if they don't work, they don't get it. It's not because of their status per se, it's based on the, their actions. The Ha'amak Dover explains that their schar only comes as salary. Whereas the Kohanim actually get Mishulchan Gavoya, which means to say, when the Kohen is eating, it's as if they're eating from Hashem's table, because Hashem's giving them permission to be part of the divine feast. Whereas, when it comes to the Levium, the Levium are actually getting it as a function almost of salary of their service in the Beis HaMikdash, so it's less sanctified as service as well. Um, Rav Yosef Bechor Shor explains that um, the reason why they, uh, that, uh, um, that, that they need to give Trumas Maaser, which is a very important point, is because they actually get more than their due. If you think about it right now, there's 12 or slash 13 tribes in the nation of Israel. Um, of them, Le- Levi is one of them. Now, if you do the math, you'll figure out that therefore, that if let's say they were all farming and they all had land, the Levium would only have less than 10% of the amount of land that was being farmed. But yet, they get 10%, so meaning to say they get a higher percentage of the outcome of the, the GDP per capita of um, when it comes to agricultural produce than they would if they were actually farming the land themselves. So this, because of that excess, that's the reason why they need to give Trumas Maaser. So they're getting that excess beyond their percentage, which they're now giving back to the coin. So as a functioning member of society, so it all evens itself out as well. The Sephora explains another reason why they also bring Truma, even though they're not earning the Truma themselves, is because it gives bracha to their own home, which is how we're able to, uh, to understand it. Um, that, that It also creates a hierarchy in the system where the Levim know where the Kwanim belong and the Kwanim know where they belong and the Bnei Israel belong, know where both of them belong as well, to understand how the system works in terms of all rights and responsibilities. And finally, last last point is, is that as the as the Nitziv points out, is that this is because the Levium are different from the Kohanim in that it's dependent on their work. There will be times in history, points out the Nitziv, that in fact they will not get their Matnos Levia. When is an example? So an example would be in the times of the second Beis Hamikdash when the Levium actually did get farmland in the first place. When they did get farmland, then 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 this this level of uh, the, these level of rights might disappear at that at that point in time as well, which is a fascinating observation. Why in the first
first place did Levi not get a Nachla? So if you go back to the brachos of Yaakov Avinu, remember Yaakov Avinu gave a curse upon the house of Levi and the house of Shimon because of their activities with Shechem and the sale of Yosef. And the, the way it had been put was, I will divide them by Yaakov and spread them out over Israel. That, that's why Shimon and Levi never really got their own Nachala, their own Chelek. For Levi, they got cities, the 42 slash 48 Arel of BM, so they're special places. But, Levi's, uh, but Shimon's Chelek was somewhat subsumed into the Nachla of Yehuda, and he later on moved up north. Um, but be it as it may, um, this, this resultant for Levi turned out to be a good thing because they therefore were able to be interdispersed as teachers um, and sages among the people, and the people would support them as such with this. You'll notice, by the way, that the amount given for Truma is much less than the amount given for Maaser. That's functionally because... Um, there are many more Levium than there are Kohanim, but also because um, the, um, um, as a function of the fact that there are either also Matnois Kohuna as there are and there are less Matnois Levia. There are more gifts to the, to the Kohanim in smaller amounts than there are to Levium in greater amounts. With this we close Korach Shvi'i, which sets into motion the full hierarchy in B'nai Israel, which is reaffirming what Korach in fact was attacking. With this we close, have a wonderful and meaningful day.